This is KC Sports Network, proudly presented by M-Prize Bank. Welcome back, everyone, to the Border War Podcast on the Kansas City Sports Network. We are presented, as always, by 360 Vodka. My name is Jared Sutton. I'm joined, as always, by my co-host, Jeff Hawkins. Jeff, you're three on the podcast here. We're breaking it all down, Mizzou and Kansas. Uh, we'll hit Mizzou tonight. And, uh, man, it's great to have college basketball back. Always good to see you. Welcome back. How are you? Doing well. And as you mentioned, that great word or two words, college basketball. Uh, I think everybody's a little bit excited, you know, that now I can like flip, just flip through the channels. I don't know who's playing, but I can at least find the game. You know, that's always a plus to be able to do that. And obviously, you know, we talk KU and MU focusing on some MU today right now. And uh, no better place to be right now than sitting right here talking some basketball. That's right. Me and you were both in the, the hoop circles. You, you're getting ready to start your season uh, at Pembroke Hill. Uh, really excited for, for you guys had some great seasons under your direction. So I know you're you're chopping at the bit to get going. Uh, we, with the Pelicans, we're, we're just getting started as well, just right in the thick of the beginning of the season, the in-season tournament. So it's just awesome to just be in the basketball scene. I'm a football fan, but when to your point, like when games start coming, yeah, that's what I'm so excited about. Like it just it, that's what gets you going is you wake up every morning checking box scores, and it's always uh, always great to have basketball back. So yeah. um, excited to talk Mizzou basketball tonight. Yeah. Year two of, of Dennis Gates uh, begins, and right now two and one uh, as we record this podcast, uh, fresh off a of victory against SIU Edwardsville. Mizzou getting ready to go to Minnesota uh, yeah. tomorrow night and play in the barn, tough place to play. Um, but an interesting, you know, year ahead for for Mizzou. They they obviously will be missing Demoy Hodge, Kobe Brown. Uh, Kobe Brown, a first round pick, was a great great offseason yeah. for Mizzou in terms of seeing a first round pick be called in in Kobe Brown. Uh, DeAndre Golston playing overseas. Isaiah Mosley gets uh, drafted to the G League. Yeah. Um, you know, you're seeing a lot of guys that are are playing overseas. Um, that uh, is is very exciting for for Coach Gates and his staff. Um, you know, it's Trago Millions playing overseas. Another guy that had a good year last year was a big part of building the culture uh, at Mizzou. Ben Sternberg uh, as well was was a big part of of the program as well. So it's a new group. Um, Sean East is back. Nick Honor is back. Noah Carter is back. Three big pieces, and then Aiden Shaw, uh, yeah. the most exciting player to talk about in terms of his potential, um, and a good freshman class that has, has come in, and we'll, we'll we'll get to it, but. First, I want to start with though Jeff, just Mizzou so far two and one. I think fans are you know they're excited about basketball, but yeah. this loss at home was a tough one. Um, it actually kind of reminds me of the loss to Kansas last year uh, in Mizzou Arena, where they just really got blitzed right out of the gate, um, and they used that as a great learning tool for the rest yeah. of the year. Yeah. Uh, they were a different team after that. It was really surprising. They they just totally just changed how they played. They went and beat Illinois handedly in St. Louis. Then they, they started league play and really beat Kentucky, you know, wire to wire. And Kentucky really wasn't even in the game. It just was a team. I'm just curious how they respond after the, the Memphis loss. It's something Coach Gates has talked about. He changed how he did the non-conference schedules of the slate. Um, it's way more competitive. Yeah. You know, they, Minnesota, they go to Pitt. Uh, they Wichita State at home. They already played Memphis. They obviously get Kansas at home. So they got some they got some big time or excuse me, yeah. Kansas Road. 
they got a lot of big games uh, in this non-conference. Uh, I think it's by design, and I, I think Coach Gates wanted to challenge his team earlier on in the year uh, to see how they could respond and and maybe start that progression of growing together early on. And early in the year, there's going to be some losses that you, you know if you can get a big win, great. But there's going to be those moments that are learning moments. It's a part of a college basketball season. It's a marathon, not a sprint, and you kind of got to go through each game with the highs and lows and try to stay even keel. Um, Mizzou two and one, and and I think you know early on in the year there's some positive signs. There are some things that that probably need to be ironed out in terms of guys finding roles, but ultimately mm-hmm. a, a decent start, good start. But I, I think fans would say, let's see how they how they respond in a big game, and I think that game's Thursday at Minnesota. Yeah, you know, when it comes to 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 Mizzou and uh, speaking on terms of Coach Gates, one of the things that I thought was so impressive last year was was how he responded. You know what he did when when he responded to when things didn't go their way, yep. and I mean he continued to show that. So to me, he's already established that in his culture. We we all to me we already know what to expect of that. To to me until he shows me otherwise, I I expect them to change yeah. and do what they're looking to do. And again, this is a team that's up their schedule. Um, so that's that that's gonna be some waves that they're, you know, trying to work some things out. You lost a lot, trying to work some guys in, figuring out their roles. I mean, he's not the only team that that's going through this. And I know he clearly knows that, but for for him to make those adjustments, I think he's gonna do it because that's all he's shown that he he does is when he goes down, you better watch out. He's coming right back up, and uh, you know that was a obviously a, a loss that you got. You you don't want to do at home with Memphis, but again, he responds. He teaches team to learn from that. I don't really think he looks at it as a loss. He looks at it more as we're learning. Um, he knows that it's an L in the column, but they're learning at the end of the day. And um, those are always teams teams that I love to watch and. Coach Gates has still made me a believer. And for him to up the schedule, that goes to show you how much I think that he believes in not only his staff, but the players as well, too. Yeah. And Mizzou actually got up to a good start in that Memphis game. Uh, had a 14-point yeah. lead in the yeah. first half. Really, it was the tail of two halves. And, and you know, I think the thing that, you know, was concerning a little bit was just Mizzou got hit and, and really didn't respond after that. They were 2-12. From three in the second half, um, really didn't shoot the ball that well. They were 19% from the field, 5 to 26 from the field, um, and really just struggled uh, to just find any sort of offense. I think some of that was they really couldn't play with much pace. Uh, there wasn't a lot of ball movement and player movement. They got a little stagnant. Um, the one thing I love and appreciate appreciate about Coach Gates in, in terms of his system and his style and how he motivates is, you know, he, he said, look, you got to stay confident. Keep shooting the ball. Yeah. I think there are things to look at in the film of maybe shot selection and how we can get easier shots and how to how we can help each other instead of trying to go so much off the dribble where there wasn't a lot of separation and there wasn't a lot of creating in the paint, just not a lot of open looks. Um, and when they did get an open look, then you're starting to think it because um, you've been in such a drought um, and they and they really you know struggled in that game. I do want to look at it, though, high level in terms of some of these guys, newcomers that have come in. they got 11 newcomers uh, to match with some of those returners I mentioned. 
But some of them that I think really stand j- jump out at me is is one Caleb Grill, um, who college basketball fans will know. He was at UNLV and Iowa State under TJ Otzelberger. Really good shooter, really good athlete, um, and a guy that plays relentlessly hard, has a motor that's constantly going, and one of the better rebounding guards and has carried Mizzou on the glass, which I think it's going to be a talking point of, you know, last year Missouri was one of the worst teams on the glass in the SEC. That was a big part of some of their losses. He was just being blown out on the glass. But some of these guys, they, they brought in. John Taji's a pretty good rebounder as well, uh, who came over from Colorado State, good scorer, uh, good shooter. But Caleb Grill, you know, he's committed to the glass. He is a very good shooter. He's been off to a little bit of a sluggish start. Now, he did hit a couple threes in the SIU Edwardsville game, and he's made his last three threes, uh, if you count the last one against Memphis. So, Hopefully he's finding his shooting stroke, but I, I really think Caleb Grill could be a really good piece to this team and kind of fit the Demoy Hodge role. Not saying he's Demoy Hodge, but he's a shooter that has a quick release. He's got extended range. He does defend everywhere. Like he can switch and sit down and guard. Um, and he's experienced. He's older, knows who he is. Um, so try to find his. And then a guy I'm really excited about, Kansas City kid. Won a state championship at Piper High School is Tamar Bates, um, the transfer from Indiana, six 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 five two guard, very good shooter and definitely a player that at Indiana, I don't think could really play to his skill to his strength in that system very heavily in, in, you know around Trace Jackson Davis uh, in terms of playing through the big uh, the tempo and the pace. He's going to be able to get up and down in Coach Gates' system, and I think it's something Coach Gates hinted at in his media availability a couple of days ago of Tamar being aggressive because he's so athletic, and sometimes he can play a little bit back on his heels where he's a little too passive because of the role he's been in, and he's yeah. in a totally different role now where he needs to just go and and get, he only had three shot attempts against Memphis, and I, I don't think that can happen. I think he's too good of a player, and he, he's going to make spot shots. He can get to the rim. Um, another good good defender and and a guy I think Mizzou fans should be very excited about. Those two guys in terms of, and we'll touch on some other transfers. Shots Hanji's back from injury. We're going to see Connor Vanover, who's serving serving a three game suspension. We'll see him on Thursday for the first time. Uh, he's the transfer from from the Summit League at Oral Roberts. Was a great player there. So there's pieces there, and I still don't know what we what Mizzou's going to be yet until Connor steps on the floor. Yes, yeah. he's seven three. Yeah. You know, shot blocker, protector. <laughs> trying to like figure out what you are as guys are coming back. John Tanji was hurt the first three game, two three games, but he did he did start the other night against SIU Edwardsville. I think he will start for much of this season. Um, he's a guy that can shoot it and score it and brings experience. So there is a little bit of unknown, uh, a little bit right now with this position. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you said the best that that unknown is they're still trying to figure it out. It's early in the season. But again, I think a lot of a lot of Missouri fans and people that are very close to that program are just trying to, you know, see what are we going to do with what we got. We don't want to, you know, we don't want to live with excuses. And again, it's you know that question is how are they going to respond? So um, I think again they're going to be great on that. You know, touching back obviously again when you get seven three in the building, seven two seven three in the building, uh, yeah. You better be ready to uh to to alter change some shots. That's gonna that's gonna change the whole flow of how they move too. So, you know, right now they're 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 putting pieces together. 
uh, right now. But again, uh, you talked about two guys that I actually wanted to talk about. And again, that being Grill and Tamar Bates. And when we talk about Grill, you just talk about senior. You talk, you said experience. I love that word experience. Uh, when you can get experience on, uh, they just bring a certain type of confidence, a certain type of presence with them. Um, so to, to watch, to see how Caleb's going to uh, pan out through the season, obviously, like you talked about, him hitting his last three threes, I think something that's where a senior, when it comes to that senior, they know it's that mental part of the game, and I think that he's definitely going to be able to tap into that. So it's going to be able to see, be able to see how fun, I mean, excuse me, how it's going to be able, it's going to be fun to see, excuse me, how he's going to be able to intertwine with, you know, using his athleticism, you know, his ability to guard and shoot and stretch the D when he can put that confidence and really start gelling together with that chemistry. And, you know, Tamar Bates, like you talked about, Coach Gates mentioned, like you said, he needs to be more aggressive. And the Tamar Bates that I've grown, I've grown, I've watched Tamar Bates since he was, you know, a kid in the Kansas City area. And that's all he was. And, you know, obviously he had a different role at Indiana and played at a, at a, at a high level. So I think once he can kind of, you know, get to that back to that, you know, that mindset like he was at Piper to where he was just, you know, so aggressive, every possession, he, he controlled every, every, every possession. When he gets back to that mindset, uh, this is the kid that I'm really looking to see how he can impact uh, Missouri. And I'm really interested, interested, interested to see how he's really going to pan out in that Missouri Tiger uh, uniform. But all in all, I, again, I, they're going to be fine. They're injuries. Don't got everybody back yet. You're still figuring some things out. New unit. I think they're gonna be. I think they're gonna be fine if they do take some lumps. I think Coach uh, Gates has been in that situation where he's gonna take those lumps uh, with his with his chin high. He's gonna go back to the drawing board. He's been a proven winner on that, and they're gonna make adjustments. He makes adjustments, and he does a really good job of it. So I just don't see why he would stop now. Thanks for listening to KC Sports Network. Make sure you download our new app. Find it on the App Store or Google Play. Just search KC Sports Network. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. 
it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. It's only a kick, a jump, a block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle, a run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. I agree. I think you look back at last year, Mizzou was picked 11th in the SEC and they finished top four. Yeah. You know, and then win 25 games and a tournament win. It's a great first year. Now you do add, you know, you have a first round pick. Uh, you have a player in Des Moines Hodge who made the Lakers roster on an E10 and, and undrafted, but, uh, you know, really an impressive, impressive pre draft, great shooter, great defender. Uh, still shocked he was never on in a, any SEC all defensive list because he led the league in steals and broke the school record. <laughs> And I say that meaning those two guys played key roles in last year's team. And when you needed big moments, you needed to stop the bleeding. You needed to got to go too late. It was always Kobe or Des Moines. Yeah. That to me is the biggest thing that Mizzou's got to figure out is who are their guys. Yeah. They can really lean on. And I think it's a great opportunity of there's open roles and Mm -hmm. they're going to try to be earned through these, the course, and there's going to probably be some more growing pains for this team, but it's about where the destination is going to be, you know, and the path to get there. Guys are going to have to emerge. And, you know, we've touched on tomorrow and Caleb, it's been really impressive to see what Sean East is doing to start the year. Yeah. Um, who totally played a role off the bench last year. Mm-hmm. Had some really good moments. He was yeah. like, or the, the, this team, but definitely played a role off the bench. Um, he had some games where he scored the ball really well. At 12 games where he led Mizzou in assists, and mm-hmm. he's come out of the gates these first three games and been yeah. as efficient as you can be, shooting over 60% from the field. I mean, shooting, I mean, he's close to 75%, 60% from three. He's averaging 18 a game. I mean, he's been the scoring efficient, and, and sometimes, you know, it's Sean just dribbling, trying to make something happen, and that's got to continue to get better and better in terms of other guys seven in roles, but you know, yeah. from a leadership perspective, and Coach Gates has touched on this, Sean, he's kind of been that guy. Mm-hmm. So three games, he's the dude that's taking control of huddles. He's the dude in dead balls that are talking to every freshman. Anthony Robinson is a really talented freshman point guard that's going to be really good over time for Mizzou. He's still trying to find his way. Had a great game against SIU Edwardsville defensively. Showed his passing, showed his athleticism. He is still learning, and he's always looking at Sean East for like that veteran leader, older classman, kind of taking him under his wing, uh, telling him, you know, what to do, you know, kind of calming him down. He needs to be calmed down. Sean's been impressive so far. Uh, Noah Carter's had some good moments. Nick Honor is a terrific shooter. Coach Gates wants him to shoot the ball more. He's a 46% three-point shooter. Um, You know, Nick's not going to turn the ball over, but Nick Honor's kind of playing off the ball a little bit more so you can try to just get him in his jump shot because he's such a good shooter he's he is undersized but i i I do think these three guys that are returners um that were big big points big pieces of this team and had great games last year 
they're right now the three that are, are carrying this team. I think they would even say they're looking for some other guys to step up as well uh, to really kind of be in the, those roles. I, I think we've touched on Caleb. We've touched on Tamar. The other guy I'm putting in this conversation is Aiden Shaw. Uh, yeah. You know that you know Aiden, another Kansas City kid. Yep. I mean, just a freak athlete. We know that he's playing harder. Um, I think he's in, embracing more of who he is and how he can impact a game, and that is be an absolute monster around the rim. Yeah. Like compete, use your length, use your explosiveness, give a third and fourth effort. If you block a shot at the rim, don't stop playing. Keep going. Yeah. I mean, yeah. grab some rebounds in draft. Dunk balls, go to the room with force, and I, I think there's been some good moments. It's it's still a work in progress. It's still going to require yeah. some patience, but Aiden Shaw's got a ton of upside and ability. The skill is coming, but the, what I like more in what I've seen from Aiden so far is he's playing a lot harder, and he's definitely bought into the little things, rebounding, finishing, defending, and switching out and being everywhere defensively. And that's going to make Dennis Gates really happy. Yeah. And, you know, you talk about, you know, just that small effort piece and, you know, play around the rim, you know, rebound, just do the little things. Like and for him, you know, you've, you've heard this term before, like you got to play like your hair is on fire. Yeah. You know, like you got to, if your hair is on fire, you are spreading as fast as you can to put some water on it, put your, you're going to do whatever you can. And that's how you got to play on the court. And, you know, that's just that's all of a mindset. You know, you just got to you got to give that effort. And I think uh, Aiden Shaw is starting to figure that out because he's so athletic. You like you said, use your length. And not only just Aiden Shaw, they are lengthy this year. Uh, I would love to see those. I mean, you've seen them, those practices, man, when you get, you know, these guys going against everybody going against each other in the practice. Uh, Missouri's length is so crazy this year. And you want to see a guy like Aiden Shaw who is athletic and can do some crazy things around the rim to just be able to be effective around the rim. And like, again, like you said, to be able to get that third and fourth effort, those guys that can give that, you know, I'm not, I can't say you're not in the, in the class of Dennis Rodman, but uh, cause that guy's a freak of nature, but Dennis Rodman gave a third or fourth effort every time and you see what happened to him and he was undersized. So guys that have length and size, you know, if you just put in that fourth, that fourth, that effort and Aiden Shaw, like you said, is starting to figure that out. Good things are starting to happen. Yeah, he's uh, he's really just springy, but like just the ability to sit down and guard and switch one yeah. to five is is such a weapon to have. Uh, but he's one of the bigger, you know, bigger players on on the team in terms of just size. But his yep. just natural athleticism, he's going to have to be on that glass, and that's mm -hmm. it's, it's challenging with, with, with everything. On and, and and he's added strength too. He's added about ten pounds of muscle. So he definitely has gotten stronger. Uh, so it's something to to really look forward to if you're a Mizzou fan. I did want to touch on the three freshmen too that you know are really interesting. Um, probably some long term pieces, but I mentioned Anthony Robinson. He's playing the most minutes of the freshman, about fourteen minutes a game. And Coach Gates is not afraid to throw him in the game because he's fearless and comes in and. You're not looking to just do anything on offense. He's mostly trying to guard and get deflections and be active in passing lanes. I do think over time he's going to be able to score it, and he is a point guard that is behind Nick Honor and Sean East that is just learning how to play. He he can do some things with the ball out of pick and roll. Um, he's long as for a point guard. He's about 6'3", 6'4". 
Uh, he's got a frame that looks like he could develop and fill in a little bit and get a little stronger over time. There's a, yeah. there's a lot to like about Anthony. Uh, same with Trent Pierce and Jordan Butler. Uh, Trent Pierce is a 6'8", six, 6'9", six, wing who could re- can really shoot it. Right now, the game's too fast. Same with Jordan Butler. He's a seven-footer. Um, yeah. Shots. Uh, his shot looks good from three and drags and you know pick and pops. But again, both these guys, they're, they're still pretty raw. Um, they're still yeah. learning themselves. I think Mizzou fans should be pretty excited about these guys. Um, I, I just the, the bit, bits and pieces I've seen of the the three games so far. Memphis was was a different different beast. You know, Memphis is a good team, really athletic, really long, um, strong, and and definitely the freshman. I think got a taste of what college basketball is like in in that yeah. game. It's a good learning experience for them. But these three guys, they they possess a skill. And they, they do have like the size to play in the SEC against SEC size. They're yeah. good athletes. Um, everything you see from them in practice is really good. Um, they're stacking good days on good days. That's all you want to hear um, when you're, mm-hmm. you're saying, hey, these guys are in good practices. That builds trust. That earns minutes. But then when you get into game, it's, it's, it's getting that experience of, one, adapting to the speed and then taking your practice to games. Yeah, uh, and that is the adjustment for these three right now. Like we've said before, Jeff, when we talk about freshmen, let's be patient and let's see where they are. Yeah, yeah. On conference, and once league play starts, you know, could they crack the rotation and be more, you know, of guys that play thirteen to fifteen to twenty minutes a game? You know what? I, I will tell you this. I think uh, Coach Gates has a. He's in a good situation right now. He has a, a, a good freshman class. You know, I think right now he's still throwing a lot of guys out there trying to figure out the right, the right, uh, the right chemistry for you know what he's looking for for that season. But he has some options. You know, even you know you got the big three: Carter East and Honor. Again, which you talked about, and I, I got to touch back on that. These were role players last year. Now they're in a leader role, yep. and to me, again, speaks on the culture and. You know how they're believing into what coach, what coaches, uh, Coach Gates is is preaching. Those guys were in the same role, and again, those three. I guess I gotta call them the big three. The big three. Uh, uh, they definitely have to have guys that they can rely on. And you know, you got this talented freshman group right here that they're trying to figure some things out. Is it gonna be those? Is it gonna be those guys? Like, who's gonna step up? Is it gonna be? You know, some some transfer, like who's who's it going to be? And I think right now Coach Gates is in a great situation right now because, again, they buy – they he's shown that these players have, have bought in. Players are going to transfer from every college with the portal. We talked about that. That's going to always happen. But with Coach Gates, the guys that stick around and really buy in – they get the most out of this season. So it's going to be fun to see how he, how he, you know, manages those, that, that talented freshman class that I told you, I, I, I want to see some practices, man. I think watching some practices will be really fun to see because you'll really get to see all the tools and uh, that, that, that they really have because players play at a different uh, level are different. You, 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 some things you just don't see in practice. So I'd love to see those practices and see how they develop under coach Gates. No question. I think Mizzou's got a, a, a lot of good tests ahead. Um, I think there's so many teachable moments to take from the Memphis loss. And I think the biggest thing is 
you know, they're going to have to be more competitive on the glass. That's always going to be a topic of conversation. They were minus 12 um, in the Memphis game. Yeah, you can't shoot six of 30 from three. They also missed a lot of layups. And that's the tough part is, you know, they 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 got some, the first half in particular, when they had a lead, mm-hmm. there was a screen ticket to taking that 14-point lead, and it could have been 20-plus. I mean, Memphis wasn't that great in the first half. Um, they did not respond how you'd want them to in the second half. Uh, but there, there obviously are teachable moments there. The biggest thing, I think, for this Mizzou team, philosophically, and this is something that they had to go through last year, is they are better when they are pushing tempo. If yeah. it's slow the ball down or they're they're not initiating and not pushing tempo and pace, they only had an eight assists to 12 turnovers in the yeah. Memphis game, and they didn't get hardly anything in transition, um, nothing fast break-wise. And you know that, Jeff. Like last year, I mean, DeMoy Hodge will be green light at all times. And it was, you know, and I think they have that with Caleb Girl. I think it's it's adapting to that. If you want to play fast, everybody says they want to play fast, right? Until you need to play fast, you know? And sometimes you say, look, we got guys that when they play fast, they're in a hurry that leads to turnovers. But some of these guys, they take care of the ball and they've been in the system long enough. Yeah. That to me is the next step of guys getting used to. We can't play like this for like just a, a game against Arkansas Pine Bluff. I mean, we have to bring it in night in and night out. We have to set the tone yeah. how this game's gonna go. Memphis can't come back in a game just because we're missing layups and not making shots, and then all of a sudden we're not defending. Yeah. That's the maturity and growth that this team's gonna have to go through. And like you said, you know, earlier, they did this last year and Coach Gates got yeah. him to respond. And they're spying. The culture there is that's one thing you can just check the box on. Yeah. Everybody bought in, pulling for each other. They got great communication between the players. The players are, you know, engaged on the bench. And look, Coach Gates did this a lot last year. He's going to change up his starting lineups. He's going to change up the starters in the second half. He's going to play 11, 10, 11 guys. I mean, you're yeah. ready. You bet. But, but the biggest thing with Coach Gates is if you step on the floor, it's all about your efficiency. Mm-hmm. Ring value, you keep that you can't have empty minutes, you know, with their with their personnel, and they're gonna give every guy an opportunity. They're gonna pick and choose, you know, right now, try to find those rotations and try to see who's gonna embrace and accept those roles and be guys that they can count on and guys they can trust. And you better bring it with your minutes. And I, I think that's a good place to be right now for this team. Yeah, it's a great place. Yep. We will talk more about Mizzou as we dive into this podcast moving on in the future. Big games ahead, though, for Mizzou. They go to Minnesota. Uh, they'll come back. They got three home games uh, at Mizzou Arena before they they head to, to Lawrence and play at KU. Wichita State at home also coming up uh, in December. So some some big tests ahead for Mizzou. We'll break it all down right here on the Border War Podcast. But, Jeff, great to have college basketball back, man. Yes. Good luck to to your uh, your Raiders as you start your season uh, tomorrow and, and get into games and looking forward to, to the year ahead. Thank you for listening to KC Sports Network. We appreciate your support. Don't forget to hit that follow button and leave us a review if you like what you heard. You can find all six of our channels covering the Chiefs, Royals, Sporting KC, and the KC Current, plus KU, K-State, or Mizzou by searching KCSN wherever you listen to podcasts. We're also on YouTube. Entertain. Educate. Inform. KC Sports Network.